with queuing traffic due to the crash between the garage in Llandewi Velfry and Blackbridge Roundabout Whitland. This was affecting traffic between St Clair's and Haverford West. The nearby B4314 was also partially blocked, with slow traffic from the B4315 St Catherine's Church Prince's Gate to Alpha in Tavernspite. Local reports said traffic was at a standstill on Whitland Roundabout heading towards Haverford West, with vehicles unable to pass on either side. A Pembrokeshire building firm has won a Welsh award for its amazing refurbishment of a medieval farmhouse in the county. The Grade 2 listed property in Templeton has been transformed into a 21st century home by Carry Construction Limited of Haverford West. The renovation meant everything to the owner of the property as it was where she lived as a child. Carrig Construction, based in Haverford West, picked up the award for large renovation project at the Federation of Master Builders 2021 Cymru Master Builder Awards. The company now goes forward to the UK Master Builder Awards. The work in reconstructing the historically significant building, which features two Flemish-style chimneys, was described as sympathetic and a stunning transformation. Andrew Phillips, Managing Director of Carrig Construction, said that he and his team were obviously absolutely delighted with winning the award. He added, however, this project would not have been possible without the vision and the high expectations of the client. This was her childhood home. Renovating it to the highest of standards meant everything to her, and I'm just so pleased that we did this Grade 2 listed building justice. James Carew from fresh produce company Puffin Produce Limited has won a prestigious award after completing his Association of Chartered Certified Accountants examinations. 25-year-old James from Milford Haven completed his ACCA examinations in March 2021 and was awarded the highly coveted Gold Award for achieving the highest average mark in the world. In order to become an ACCA member, a student must pass 13 examinations, gain and document three years of workplace experience and complete an ethics and professional skills module. James, after completing his exams and gaining the required experience at Puffin Produce in Haverford West, is now in a position to work towards becoming a recognised member of ACCA. James attended Milford Haven Comprehensive School and went on to achieve a first-class honours degree in mathematics at Swansea University. Pembrokeshire County Council has said there is an ongoing internal workplace investigation with refuse workers at the Thornton Refuse Depot, Milford Haven. David Powers Police said the officers were called by Pembrokeshire County Council to the depot, but they had little involvement and made no arrests. David Powers Police said, At the request of Pembrokeshire County Council, officers attended Thornton Refuse Depot to provide support on the morning of Monday, May the 10th. Officers attended, however they were not utilised. A spokesman from Pembrokeshire County Council said, We can confirm that there is an ongoing internal workplace investigation and can clarify that there was no police involvement on the day in question. No Pembrokeshire County Council vehicles were involved. We are not in a position to comment any further at this time. And that's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News with me, Kim Thomas. Live from our studios in Haverford West, this is Pure West Radio. Wild and running, feeling stitches, burning bright. We knew nothing. Out of sight, out of mind Before we ever learned the fear of being born Before we ever were afraid of the unknown When the light 
featuring Pink on Pure West Radio, anywhere away from here. It's Saturday morning. I'm Ben Stone. Let's kick off the weekend with Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Welcome to the show. It's Pure West Sport with G&G Builders this Saturday morning. Really good to have your company. And kicking off the show right now is our very own Bill Khan. Good to have him with us uh, this morning. Bill, good morning. How are you? 
Hi, Ben. Fine. Yeah, looking forward with my fingers crossed to a bit of cricket because after the last two days, it's been horrendous down here and uh, no joke, really. So uh, if clubs have covered their wickets, as I know a lot have, we should get some cricket today. Yeah, today's forecast isn't too bad. It's going to be overcast. No. As, as you've said, That the damage may well have been done to outfields and, and wickets mm. over the last few days. And it is frustrating, Bill, isn't it? Because here we are, the 22nd of May today, and, and we're still bothered about the, the fact that it's been raining so much. Ben, I went to watch cricket this week on Tuesday and Wednesday, saw some cracking cricket, but by about 8 o'clock it was freezing cold. And I, I don't exaggerate when I say that. It was uncomfortably cold. And uh, players deserve medals for carrying on because it's not cricketing weather. But there we are. I saw some good cricket this week, Ben. Yeah, tell us about that, and then we'll have a look at some of the games today. Uh, you, you were watching cricket this week. There were three games played in the Dougie Morris Cup. And you particularly enjoyed, I think, the game between Langham and Haverford West, Bill. I, I enjoyed the two that I saw, and I was disappointed, if I can start on that, the St. Ishmael's couldn't get a team to play because they had player unavailability through illness, through family commitments, through work. But that's not Tish, you know, and I know Wendy Bradshaw, mm. their secretary, was quite distraught. And I know her son Peter had tried hard to get a team because they got a proud um, tradition. It won't happen again, I'm sure. But the game I saw, first of all, was at Pill Parks, where Langham, who top the second division, played Hanford West. And it's no secret that Hanford West were in a bit of a transition period. So I wasn't surprised that Langham won, but it was the way they won. They were 183 for two after being put into the bat, and Hanford West were 101 for eight. Strangely, Ben Langham were only 30 for one after eight overs. So they scored 150 in their last 12 overs. And a lot of the credit goes for that to Joseph Kiff, who was coming on the show on Monday, and he had 100 not out, including 10 sixes. It was one of the best innings I've seen in limited overs for a long, long time. He hit very clean and straight. He put one six over by the grandstand, and I didn't hit one like that in 40 years of cricket. Like <laughs> and, and he got his 100 in off the very last ball because he, he thought it was 22 overs like the Harrison Allen then suddenly realised it was only 20 overs so 100 there Stephen Inwood went cheaply um, as did Will Beresford good good cricketers both and Stephen Mills came in he signed now from playing up the line after being a Johnson player for many years he was, should have been run out this is cricket he should have been run out before he'd scored by yards, but a poor throw and an even poorer take by a person at the stumps saw the ball going for an overthrow, and Millsy survived and he had six sixes in his innings as well. So a lot of the Langham players spent time, a lot of the time, going round in the field at the bottom of the pitch trying to find the balls. But cracking innings and well done to um, Joseph Kiff in particular. Danny Potter, ex-captain of Hanford West, had 48. And the current captain, Di Davis, had 21. But Stephen Mills took three for nine, again, to show what an asset he is. Luke Brock, two for nine. Young Joe Phillips, talented fast bowler, one for eight. Matthew Kiff, the skipper, now one for 31. And Noah Davis, one for 22. So it was a very, very convincing win by uh, Langham in what I can only call a transitional Hanford mm. West team. Now, they'll come, they'll come back. Yeah, that's good. And that was that was on Tuesday. And there were two games yeah. played on Wednesday. Uh, Narbeth yes. beating Pembroke and uh, Whitland beating Pembroke Dock. Did you get to see either of those, Bill? I, I saw as much as I could stand with the cold because I've got a watch at the moment. I haven't come yes. out of hospital that um, uh, I don't stay to it. And could I thank people for the lovely messages I've had on, on Twitter and things. Very moving, you know. 
I, I'm very honoured to have such messages. And now we're put into bat again, 1-5-2 for eight, big score. Kyle Quartermain blitzed uh, a quick um, 30, including 1-6 that smashed a tile in the house, not very nearby, that's how big it was. And his brother Ben had... Uh, third, yeah, brother Ben had 27 and he also hit a six as well. And then a newcomer to the scene there, Jamie McCormick, he's from uh, Kent, I think. He had a few, uh, Jordan Howell, Lewis Huff, and Richie Adams all had double figures. For Pembroke, I've got to mention Sam Davis, he's a slow bowler, four for 27, that's good bowling out of 152 for eight. Andrew Hay then batted well for Pembroke after they'd been eight for two. Andrew's called Sparky. And that's because his personality's a sparky little blight there with brother Phil also playing. Uh, sparky had uh, three sixes and two fours in his 53. But after eight for two, it was always an uphill task. Skipper Jack Harris, 27, cut the nice sixes. And Luke Butler, 20. But Ben Quartermain completed a good day with three for 22. Louis Davis, his younger brother, two for 13. Lewis Huff, one for 29. And Skipper Ben Hughes, two for 30. Led them well. Good result there. Mm-hmm. Pembroke Dock, I thought, might have pushed Whitland even closer, but they only managed 116 for seven after batting first on their very good batting track at Imbler Lane. Uh, Billy Wood had 43. Well done, Bill. He had four, uh, six fours and a six. Uh, Scott Griffiths, 20, and Luke Murray, 17, but they, they never really got off the ground. And Whitland had six bowlers, and they all took at least one wicket. So well done to the side there. Uh, 117 was never going to be a, a challenge. Whitland got it for a two wickets, 118 for two. Jack Bowen, 47, big hitter Jack. Dylan Blaine, 27. Geraint Jones, a very quick 25. And uh, Jonathan Thomas there, captain, came in late 10, not out. So the only wicket taker there was Tom Grimwood with one for 35 because they were a run out. So some good cricket played there. The others are called off. But, you know, we're well on the way with that competition. Yeah, let's just say, actually, that the quarterfinals will be played uh, the week starting 7th of June. Cresselli against Langham, yeah. Narbuth against Carew, Whitland against Kilgetty, and then Hook or Lorenny against Lamphere Nayland. So we'll we'll come back to the Dougie Morris Cup, no doubt, in the weeks to come. Uh, we'll take a moment, Bill, and then we'll, we'll have a look at some of the uh, fixtures that are being played today. Fingers crossed they'll go ahead with no weather yes. disruptions, let's hope. And we'll get Bill to pick out one or two of the matches that are happening across Pembrokeshire today as we continue uh, this slightly uh, weather-interrupted start to the 2021 cricket season in Pembrokeshire. We'll do that next on Pure West Sport. Castle Hot Tubs are Wales's largest multi-award-winning wellness company based right here in Pembrokeshire, offering luxury hot tubs and swim spas to suit every need and budget. Check out their Pembrokeshire range of hot tubs inspired by the beautiful beaches and coastline of our county at castlehottubs.co.uk. A warm welcome awaits at the new showroom on Vine Road in Johnston. Want to win a hot tub for a week? Tune into Pure West Radio every weekday morning at 10.45 and play Where's the Hot Tub for your chance to win. Castle Hot Tubs, the friendly company. Big enough to cope, small enough to care. 
Get more for your money at OC Davis Roundabout Garage, Nayland, the MG dealer for Pembrokeshire. Adventure awaits with 0% APR across the MG range, including the MG HS, the new MG ZS and MG3. Feel the power of electric motoring with zero advance payment on the mobility scheme. And as a thank you to our key workers, you can enjoy a contribution of up to £8,500. Don't forget, all new MGs come with a seven-year warranty as standard. For more information, go online to www.ocdavis.com or call 01646 600858. Folly Farm just keeps on growing. A new play area here, a new animal there. So what's new for this year? You can see two-toed sloths, tuppy and lightcap in the newly refurbished exhibit Tropical Trails. Little ones with energy to burn? (laughs) Then check out Wallaby Ranch Play Area. Worked up an appetite? Then a visit to the brand new sit-down, table-serviced themed restaurant The Hungry Farmer is a must. Zoo, farm, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Pembrokeshire Vision Arts Wales, a brand new creative hub in Haverford West. Playing host to a youth and amateur theatre company, a show-stopping choir and a multitude of masterclasses from Broadway and West End talent. Calling all actors, singers, dancers and those who want to bring the West End to Wales. Vision Arts has the spotlight and the curtain is about to rise. Ready to take centre stage? Visit visionartswales.com Witness the evil power of Bedhead. No! My hair! Won't anyone help me? Stop right there, Bedhead. Your reign of hair-meddling terror is over. Freestyle, my old nemesis. You can't stop me, boyo. Guess again. Eat laser! No! I'll get you next time, Freestyle. Oh, thank you. No problem. When it comes to Bedhead, you just got a Freestyle. For wicked trims, call Freestyle Barbers, Portfield, Haverford West, on 07827-445589. This is Pure West Radio, for Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire.
listen Harder building trust from a distance I think we should rule out commitment for now Cause we're falling apart Leaving You're just doing that to get even Don't pick up the pieces, just leave it for now They keep falling apart Passionate from miles away Passive with the things you say Passing up on my always, I can't blame you, no No Passionate from miles away Passive with the things you say Passing up on my always I can't blame you, no No Saturday morning, it's Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone, that's Drake and Passion Fruit. Pure West Sport between now and nine, every Saturday morning kicking off the weekend. We're hoping that the weather will allow for some play in the Pembrokeshire Cricket League. And Bill Kahn is going to talk us through some of today's games that are hopefully going to go ahead. In Division 1, Haverford West play St Ishmael's. Atlekrid play Criselli, Narbeth play Lorenny, Nayland play Carew, and Saundersfoot play Whitland. Which games stand out for you, Bill? Well, you don't need a, a, a ball, you know, to forecast the game of the day there, a crystal ball. It's got to be at the athletic ground and in Nayland against Carew. A mighty clash between two of the giants in Pembrokeshire cricket. And that's no hyperbole, that's no overstating it. That is the big match of the day. Nayland have started well. Carew would have been rocked by the fact that none of their teams were able to play last week and will be looking to get back to winning ways. Because no points last week, Ben, none mm. at all. in the So Nayland against Carew. That's got to be the match of the day. I'll go and watch a bit of that and relish the challenge there. I mean, yeah. look, if you said to me, who's going to win? I think the toss will decide a lot of that, mm-hmm. which side bats second. But you have to go for the form horse at the moment, and that's Nayland. I think they are very... Th- Keru, when I was playing, Keru won nine Division One titles on the trot, Ben. Nine. Wow. Yeah. And, and you know, we, we just used to hope we'd win, we'd put them into bat and hope we could get a draw. That's how good they were when I was playing for Benrook. They were a stunning side. And Kero are coming back to that now with some talented youngsters. But Nayland is a team of all the talents at the moment. So you'd have to go for Nayland there. Another interesting clash is Narbeth against Lorenny. Narbeth fresh from that win in the week. They've got some big hitters, but so have Lorenny. And I'd have to go for Lorenny in that. But I wouldn't put any money on it because either side could win. Uh, Saunders Foot uh, back in the division. They're not finding it easy. Uh, they've got some big hitters, but they've got to get consistency. And I think they're finding it hard to score runs against teams in the first division, which feel well. They're playing Whitland, and Whitland are not the best start of the season. So there's all to play for there. Mm. I, I'd, I'd have to go for. Uh, if I had to put money on it, I'd have to go for Whitland. But I've got a sneaky feeling that Saunders what might upset the odds there. Eh? Let's see. Mm, nice. West are home to Tish. Always a hard-fought game, this. And Harvard uh, West, I think, will win at home. Tish at the moment are not firing on all cylinders. But I, I think, you know, that's going to be a well-balanced game. And last but not least, 
Chris Ely travelled to Lechrid, who came in back in the division this year. Got some good players. They recruited a player this year called David Dunphy, who played for Pembroke Dock, for Whitland, for others. And he's a mighty fast bowler. Last week, 8 for 16, was it? And still lost. Wow. They, you know, they, they, they bowled Tish out for 78 and managed 56 themselves. And if you're playing in the first division, if you're chasing 78 men, you've got to win. If you don't, that's a game that's thrown away. No matter how well Cresselli bowled and fielded, uh, sorry, yeah, the, the uh, Tish bowled and fielded, you've got to get 78. Yeah. Someone's only going to get 40 or 30 and you're home and right. So that was a disappointing result. So some good games there. There are indeed. Let's, tell you what, let's, let's just read out some of the Division 2 games as well, Bill. Yeah. You, you can give us some thoughts on that because there are plenty of games across the county today. Uh, Burton play Haverford West 2s. Uh, Carew seconds against Hebranston. Kilgetty against Langham. Uh, Pembroke against Lamphy. And Pembroke Dock against Hook. Well, we've already spoken about Langham having a good week in the Cup this week, Bill. Uh, they'll, they'll be fancying their chances at Kilgetty. They'll have some confidence, definitely. Yeah, they will have, and it'd be well-placed confidence. I think their big worry is that over the years, Kilgetty have had trouble with the drainage on their pitch. It's a fine pitch. It really is a lovely place to play. But uh, they've done a lot of work on the pitch, Kilgetty, so I'm hoping that game will go ahead uh, because that could be a real battle. Another interesting one is Pembroke Dock against Hook. The Dock are you know, very close to the top with Langham and Hook have got some cracking youngsters like the Phelps boys alongside their dad, uh, Jamie. They've got some other good youngsters. Seth Willington is a cracking little player. He's only about 15 and he's scoring 40s and 50s in Division 2. Mm. Following his dad, Jonathan, who I used to play with in um, Stackpole, now a respected umpire and uh, he's been well coached, I can tell you that. Any other games there? Pembroke are playing Lamphy, local derby. Mm-hmm. No love lost. There's boys who've played for both sides inevitably and uh, it'll be interesting to see how that one goes. I'd have to go for Pembroke but, you know, I, I wouldn't put any money in any of these games these days. Burton entertain Hanford West seconds. Hanford West seconds are struggling. They've got four teams because their first team has lost so many talented youngsters and lost players like um, Lee Summons is gone and Simon Holiday is gone. They've pulled out the key players from the seconds. So Albert West seconds are struggling at the moment. Nigel Morgan's a good captain. He'll lead them by example. We'd have to go for Burton there. They're, they're a very useful side. And last but not least, Keru seconds at home to Herb Branston. Keru uh, will be looking to get back after no points last week. And Herb Branston have made the best start. They lost a couple of talented youngsters, like the Nicholas Twins a couple of years ago, and uh, they're finding their feet again. But they're a team of battlers, I tell you that. So, Kerry uh, seconds for Branston. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you win them. OK, let me give you the Division 3, 4 and 5 games as well, and you can you can pick out some of the highlights down the divisions as well. In Division 3, Cresselli seconds play Nayland seconds. Haverford West thirds take on Fraser's Slam Ryan. Uh, Larn against Narbuth seconds. Langham seconds against Johnston. And St Ishmael's seconds are at home to Stackpole. In Division 4, uh, Kremek play Saunders for seconds. Hook seconds play Burton seconds. Lorenny seconds against Carew thirds. Uh, Slam Ryan seconds against Leckerid seconds and Whitland seconds take on Kilgetty seconds and in division five uh, no game for Hundleton today Cresselli thirds against Pembroke seconds Hundle uh, Herbranston seconds against Pembroke Dock seconds Nayland thirds play Haverford West fourths Stackpole seconds against Fishguard and Whitland thirds against Leckerid thirds and it just shows there's so many teams with so many clubs with multiple teams in action Bill which is impressive 
Yeah, what, what's surprising is occasionally you come across teams like Llanry and in Division 3. Really, they're a Division 2 side. They, you know, they just missed out by a whisker last uh, year on, uh, well, not last year, the last year it was played mm-hmm. on promotion. And if you look at the uh, the side as they are now, well, they, you know, they've got to be favourites to come back up. If they don't, then they've got every right to feel a little bit concerned. They did AGM this week, Mr. Watson was telling me, and uh, they're on top now. The teams below them are St. Ishmael's and Langham. Then Johnson. So that if you said to me, pick two sides this year that are going to go up, it would be Flandrian and Johnson. Lan are also in mid, um, looking to do well. So it's going to be interesting to see who gets mm. promotion there. But I would have to say that at the moment, those two got to be got to be the favourites, really. As much as it galls me to say, Mister <laughs> Watson might be getting a medal just for being a fielder and a good secondary. But hey, that's like, you know. Which he certainly is, no doubt about yeah. that, Bill. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, listen, good luck to all the sides playing today and, and in yeah. Divisions 4 and 5 as well. As I said, there's plenty of cricket going on. Let's keep fingers crossed for some play. And we'll be doing this every Saturday morning on the show, Bill, giving us it's nice. yeah. his brilliant thoughts on, on the cricket. And then we'll pick it up again on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, what, what's going to be nice as well, Ben, we can also talk sometimes about the junior cricket when I've got the information, once that gets up. And just as importantly, the ladies cricket. Now, Sam Ross has promised me she will keep me up to date and she's a fantastic organiser for the women's cricket. So um, we'll be able to talk about that as well. It's a good time to do that because there's more teams this year than there's been for a long time. Yeah, that's so absolutely, absolutely great, Bill. Yeah, thank you very much for being with us. Hopefully you'll get to see some action as Saturday goes on. Have a really good weekend and we'll see you on Monday between 7 and 9 on Pure West Sport. Look forward to it. Ta-da, Bill.
Peter Aura on Pure West Radio. We are on the air across Pembrokeshire and beyond. Wherever you're listening to us this morning, you are very welcome to Pure West Sports right the way through till nine o'clock. And later today, Swansea have the second leg of their championship playoff as they take on Barnsley at the Liberty Stadium. Fraser Watson will be reporting on the game and he joins us right now. Morning, Fraser. How are you? Nervous, Ben. <laughs> very <laughs> nervous. A long, long few hours ahead for a trip to the Liberty, but a very big night in store for Swansea City. Yeah, indeed. You'll be covering the game later, and, and you're right to be nervous because it, it's on a knife edge, isn't it? The Swans have a, a very narrow lead from the first leg at Oakwell. Uh, they're 1-0 up, but but really, it, it's, a, it's a minuscule advantage in a playoff game, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just the one bit of premiership-style quality from Andre Ayew, which separated an otherwise very even first leg, Ben. We know the way Barnsley would play. We saw the way they put Swansea under pressure in that second half. Bombarded the box with long balls, throw in set pieces to Larton. And Ben Cabango and Mark Duet in particular, outstanding at the back for Swansea the other night. They'll need more of the same today. I fancy and Freddie Woodman in goal as well has to give another assured performance. So, you know, Swansea can't afford to sit back and let Barnsley attack for 90 minutes. They need to play themselves but the longer it stays nil-nil and one-nil on aggregate, the more expecting to be bombarded again. Going to be an interesting night, no doubt about it, for, for Steve Cooper, looking to take Swansea to Wembley for the playoff final. But he's also been heavily linked this week with the, the soon-to-be vacant Crystal Palace job with Roy Hodgson retiring at the end of the season. Uh, he's not really ruled himself out, out of the reckoning. He's, he said he wants to focus on the, the playoffs first of all. He seems to be quite a serious contender for that job. Is that is that a concern, Fraser? At this stage, Ben, no, that there's certainly been nothing or any kind of contact from Crystal Palace and Swansea. This purely is Bucky's guesswork and speculation. It's inevitable. Steve Cooper, I think, will be linked with that kind of job, having done so well on a low budget with Swansea. So when you have a side like Palace, who don't have great funds available, they will be looking at managers who can utilise a low budget and do well with it. So I don't think there's any surprise that the link has come out. I would say at this stage, Ben, it's not a concern. I, I don't think Steve Cooper needs it at this. I think he was genuine uh, when he said he doesn't want to contemplate any kind of speculation this week. And, and you don't with what's coming up on Saturday and hopefully the Saturday after. Um, depending on how this week pans out, now, if the links go stronger and Palace go longer without an appointment, then I think it could become for a cause of concern from a Swansea point of view. But at this stage, no, I don't think it's a serious consideration. And of course, by the time uh, the Swans start today, uh, 6.30 tonight, they'll know who they'll be playing potentially in the final because the lunchtime match is Brentford against Bournemouth. And again, it, it's it's so close. Bournemouth have a 1-0 advantage going into the, the second leg. Any preference, do you think, for, for either side there? At this stage, no. I think uh, you just worry about getting through. The playoffs never really follow rhyme or reason, Ben, so I don't think you can you can have that kind of mentality. Um, I do expect Brentford to overturn that tonight, to be honest. They, they showed it last season, actually, against Swansea at the same stage. They went back to the to the home ground with a 1-0 deficit and played so well that night and were 3-0 with what seemed like a matter of minutes. I expect them to overcome that deficit tonight. Um, I think from a Swansea point of view, they've drawn one all with Brentford twice this season and, of course, Bournemouth have beaten them 3-0 as well at the Vitality and nil-nil in the home game. So there may be some kind of psychological effect if they were to face Bournemouth, but Brentford are a very good side, Ben. I don't think there's any point in picking a preference at this stage. It's just a case of getting there. You'll be reporting on the game later, Fraser. Are you going to give us a prediction? Are you backing the Swans to head to Wembley? What would they need to do to overcome Barnsley tonight? I think they'll get through, Ben. I mean, I can see it being nil-nil, to be honest. It's a big call to make, but, but Swansea 
that first leg did seem back to the Swansea of the first half of the season, you know, where they seemed a little bit rejuvenated. I don't know if maybe the break from, from what has been such a frantic fixture schedule towards the end of the championship did them good ahead of that first leg. But it was back to the, the Swansea that showed defensive solidarity, which had Freddie Woodman putting insured displays behind him in goal and which found a way to win in, in tight fixtures. And, you know, clean sheets really were the hallmark, hallmark of Swansea's success in the first half of the season up until February, late February even, actually. So I, I'll back them to get a clean sheet tonight. They, they've kept three out of three against Barnsley in the league so far. Maybe the kiss, kiss of death come there. But um, no, I'll back them to get through it. I'll go for nil-nil, Ben. I can't, see many, <laughs> I, I, I can't see much classical football tonight like the first leg, but... Um, if it gets Swansea through, I don't think there'll be too many complaints. Okay, a nerve-jangling nil-nil ahead. Yeah. That would take Swansea to the, the playoff final over the bank holiday weekend. All right, Fraser, stay there. We will have a look ahead to what's going on tomorrow as well. Final day of the Premier League season, of course. So we'll do that in a few moments' time. Right here on Pure West Sport. Introducing MyPems, the online marketplace for independent sellers in Pembrokeshire. Looking to take the hassle out of marketing and selling your products online? Want to reach new audiences or customers whilst being part of a bigger community of local businesses and retailers? Then check out mypems.com. We're only a click away and could be the answer to taking the stress out of selling your products online. So whether you're a shop, an independent artist or maker, connect direct with customers and join a growing movement looking to buy locally at MyPems. For the perfect solution, contact Lillian and the team at MyPems.com. Hi, I'm Ben Stone, and you can join me on the weekly Pure West Sports Show with G&G Builders. All the latest sports news from around the county is featured every Saturday morning between 8 and 9 with a preview of what's to come ready for match day. Then we kick off every Monday night between 7 and 9 with my award-winning pal from PembrokeshireSport.co.uk, Bill Kahn, who teams up with Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas for the second half with the latest news, views, guests and gossip. Pure West Sport, proudly sponsored by G&G Builders, a Pembrokeshire-based company who've been in business for 30 years. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Ah, enemy ahead. Fire. Where? I can't see them. Right there. Fire. Oh, man, you missed again. You need to get your eyes tested. Nah, mate. I ain't got the cash for that. You're in college. You can get an eye test for free. Really? From where? I'm with Mags Optics. They're in the Riverside Arcade in Halford West. Sick. I'll check it out. Eye tests are free for children under 16 and those aged 16 to 18 who are in full-time education. Glasses up to £85 are free for students aged 18 and under with an NHS voucher. Call Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 767744 or go to magsoptics.co.uk to book an appointment. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of the gaming show on Pure West Radio. How are you, Bob? Good, thanks, Chris. Is it true what I heard? Yeah, we're officially the best butchers in Wales. That's amazing, Chris. Massive congratulations to you and the team. Oh, thanks, Bob. So what can we get for you? Well, Chris, uh, could I have a selection of your award-winning meats? Oh, don't forget to include a pack of Pembrokeshire's best burgers. Prendergast Butchers, Haverford West. Welsh Butcher Shop of the Year. Providing the finest quality meats to Pembrokeshire for over 70 years. We're open for orders either in the shop or on our website, prendergastbutchers.co.uk. If you can't get to us, no problem. We're offering a delivery service. 
Give us a call on 01437 763387. Pure West Radio. Radio with the Kooks and Shine On. I'm Ben Stone and we are talking football right now with Fraser Watson because tomorrow is the final day of the Premier League season and actually most things have been decided. We know who's going down and we know who is going to win the league, Fraser. There's only a few bits and bobs to decide tomorrow, not the most dramatic of final days. No, it's not the final day drama. It's Sky Crave, really, is it? You'd like to have a relegation battle, certainly a title battle to play for, which, which ups viewership. They have got to put a lot of emphasis now on these, these 
European Champions League and I guess Europa League qualification spots, haven't they? So there is something to focus on. You know, it's, it's, it's not a completely dead league, but it's certainly not the excitement or the buzz which, which they would have wanted for the final day. Any fixtures tomorrow catch your eye? I think we, we should mention Liverpool because uh, they, they've actually had a really good finish to the season, having had a, a slightly tricky time around February and, and March. And they're finishing well. If they get into that top four, actually, that's a, a pretty good achievement from where they were a month or so ago. And they, and they play Crystal Palace tomorrow. Yeah, it probably salvages their season, Liverpool, if they were to finish top four. And I'd back them to do it then. I think they seem to have got a bit of mojo back in the last couple of days. The momentum from that Allison goal to beat West Brom. They looked very good the other night in dispatching of Burnley. They're at home to Crystal Palace tomorrow. They'll have fans back. They'll be vamped up from that. And I don't expect any slip-ups from them. Having said that, of course, it's Roy Hodgson's last game in charge of Palace. So mm. there, may, there will be motivation there. He's done a very good job over those four years. Salvage his own reputation really following with that Euro 2016 campaign with England, given so much to the game with Hodgson, it would have been sad to see him finish on that note. So kudos to him. So I think Palace players would like to see them put a performance for him, but I'd back Liverpool to get through. Um, it'll, it'll carry on. Yeah, the other, the other one, I was just going to say, the other one we'll have an eye on is Leicester-Tottenham, because if Liverpool do fail, Fraser, uh, to, to overcome Palace, Leicester could leapfrog them. Uh, Leicester Spurs tomorrow. Uh, did you see Leicester making that Champions League spot now? I don't, Ben, which would be cruel on them for two years now. I mean, so good for 90, 95% of the season, how they to stumble in the closing weeks. Mm. But, you know, they, they've got the FA Cup final in the bar, but we do know financially, well, we certainly know financially after what's gone in recent times, how much the Champions League means to clubs. You know, and it, and it would have been such an achievement for them to, to have got into that top four and maybe broken up, you know, the domination of this mm. so-called top six as well, given what's gone on. But, you know, against the Tottenham side, from the back of a very poor performance and result against Aston Villa. So they will have that going with them. But they are now reliant, of course, on a Liverpool slipper or a Chelsea slipper at Villa Park. And I can't see any two of the latter happening, Ben. I hope Leicester do finish on a high note. I think they deserve it. Um, and I'd and I'd love to see them sneak in there, but my hunch at the moment is they'll be the ones finishing outside. Okay, so final day of the Premier League season tomorrow. Playoffs still to come. Uh, as we've already said, you're, you're at Swansea later. We've got the Champions League final as well. And then all eyes will be on the Euros, uh, the delayed Euro 2020 tournament. We, we always wondered whether it would go ahead. It's going to. And I think we'll have one eye on Rob Page making his squad announcement um, in the next few days, Fraser. Is there anything to keep an eye out on there? Uh, we know Page is going to be picking the squad, don't we? He's, he's an interim charge. Yes, I don't think... There will be too many critical calls now. The squad has been up to 26. Ben, I think we'll see very much the same squad that Page went with the last time. There are concerns lingering in the background. There always seem to be over the three players we're about to mention now for Wales, of course. Gareth Bale, we'll be hoping and praying he gets through this final weekend, but he has had action of late. So Aaron Ramsey, of course, hasn't kicked the ball in anger for, um, for Juventus for the last several weeks since March, I believe, since he going out of that Champions League tie. He will, of course, be named. There has to be concerns over his lack of game time as well. Such a critical performance to Wales in midfield. Joe Allen, of course, hasn't played since picking up an injury in the last Wales camp. And, and he is set to win his race against time. I think Michael O'Neill and Stoker said he will be fine by June the 1st when the deadline for the squad is to be announced. But of course, he will then be going into the Euros on the back of very little action as well. So you've got some key performers there who there's some trepidation hanging over them going into this summer, Ben, and they can do that warm-up game now against Albania, I think, on June the 5th, just, just to get back on the field. Um, but other than that, I expect 
we'll see very similar to squad what Robert Page has gone with in recent weeks. Like I said, the increased number to 26. I don't see too many surprises there. I think the critical time will come when deciding what the best starting 11 is. Yeah. Okay. we'll keep an eye out for that and we'll look forward to uh, Rob Page's announcement. Of course, we'll we'll be talking the Euros quite a bit over the next few weeks to come. Fraser, I hope it's not too much of a nerve jangler at the Liberty Stadium this evening. Let's hope Steve Cooper gets the, the job done for Swansea and they head on to Wembley next weekend. Lovely. We all hope so, Ben. We all hope so. And we will see you on Monday. We'll be able to talk all about it on Pure West Sport. Have a good weekend. Everybody's looking for love. Oh, ain't that the reason you're at this club? Oh, you ain't gonna find a dance with him. No, I got a better solution for you, girl.
Jason Derulo and In My Head on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone, Saturday morning on Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Good to hear from Fraser and Bill on the show this morning. They'll be back with us on Monday evening between 7 and 9 and completing the Pure West Sports team and to talk a little bit about a couple of rugby stories that have been around and I'm sure we'll talk about Manchester United against Villarreal in the Europa League final on Wednesday. Gordon Thomas is with me. Morning, Gordon. How are you? A bit battered after the wind and rain we've all been uh, enduring. Ben, it's been a rough uh, period. Hopefully there will be some crickets sometime today, but it'll be fingers crossed with a lot of the grounds, mate. Yeah, hasn't been very May-like, has it really, the weather? There's no doubt about that. So let's hope we get some play today. We said that with Fraser and Bill as well. And not something we should be worrying about at this time of year. But there we go. Let's hope you get to see something later. A few bits to talk to you about this morning, Gordon. On Monday's show, we we spoke about the British and Irish Lions tour uh, to South Africa. And we had the good news, actually, as the week went on, that that game at Murrayfield against Japan is going to have 16,500 spectators in the ground. And that will give the Lions and the game of rugby a bit of a boost, won't it? Uh, definitely a step in the right direction, Ben, isn't it? Let's be honest. Uh, all, all rugby games have been played behind closed doors. So with the Lions going out to uh, South Africa in uh, June for the tests, we're all looking forward to that. They've now announced that 16,500 fans can go to uh, Murrayfield and, and, and watch the warm-up game, which is fantastic news for both the fans and obviously the players will like to be uh, performing in in front of a little bit of a crowd at Murrayfield anyway. So that's good news. Yeah, it's good. They'll get that send off before they go. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Also, something we spoke about heavily on the show, Gordon, during the Six Nations was uh, the the fate of Italy. And we we obviously had a Pembrokeshire interest, didn't we, in the the Italy side? Uh, And we talked about the fact that they hadn't really kicked on during the Six Nations and, and what the future might hold. But it does seem that they're still setting their ambitions quite high because they've appointed a new coach, haven't they, this week? Yeah, they've uh, appointed Kieran uh, Crowley, who replaces Franco Smith. Uh, Kieran is a former All Black, and uh, he was part of the 1987 uh, World Cup winning squad. He's been coaching for some time now. He had a spell out in Canada, um, and now he's gone to Italy. So hopefully he'll be able to uh, gel them together and get them off to a winning formula. Because in the Six Nations, Ben, Italy haven't won since 2000. 2015. That's not a great record. And we've all been saying in previous shows, should they really uh, be kept in the Six Nations or not? Well, uh, Crowley will have an opportunity to uh, improve uh, things in their squad. Um, young Stephen Varney from Pembrokeshire, mm. who uh, just pointed about, is, uh, you know, hopefully he'll keep, keep his place. I'm sure he'll um, be build, building for uh, next season. It's going to be a difficult one because um, even though Crowley has coached out in Italy for five years with Benetton, he has got a lot of experience mm. out in Italy. So he'll know the, the better players there and hopefully he can get them together and get some sort of, um, uh, you know, Six Nations next season, they, they'll they get a win. It would be fantastic for them. They deserve it. But nobody's going to give it to them on a plate, Ben, that's for sure. No, and uh, hopefully they will move in the right direction. 
Yes, indeed. That's an interesting appointment. Yeah, and you're right to point towards Stephen Varney, who actually was one of the Italian success stories during the Six Nations. There's there's no doubt about that. Uh, final day of the Premier League season tomorrow, uh, Gordon. Uh, we know you're a big Manchester United fan. They're at Wolves tomorrow, but they'll also have one eye on the Europa League final on Wednesday, which is against Villarreal. Yeah, unbelievable, Ben. It's the end of the season and we've got to Super Sunday already. Uh, it's been a, a strange season for a lot of reasons. COVID, no fans, but they've, they've got it done. And uh, let's be honest, Manchester City have been the best side. They thoroughly deserve to lift the Premier League. So there's not going to be any drama on the last day, that's for sure. Um Arsenal have had a, a poor season. They're playing Brighton and Hove Albion. Chelsea are going to be playing Manchester City in the Champions League final. They're at home against Villa tomorrow. So uh, they, they're hoping to seal that top four spot. Liverpool are just behind them. And uh, if they slip up, uh, they, they could lose out. Them and Leicester have got to make sure that they uh, pick up the victory so that Liverpool just miss out on a Champions League spot. Liverpool have had a really poor, torrid season. I don't know what's gone on. They blame Van Dijk for his injuries. They've had uh, other injuries that they just haven't got going this season. Uh, for one, you know, mm. I don't know why that is. Uh, I can't put my finger on it because they they've got some class players. But they're at home against Crystal Palace, so they'll be hoping to uh, get a victory at Anfield and. Uh, and hope for the other two to slip up, as I said, and they could nip in and uh, take that position. Yeah, my own very own Manchester United go to Molyneux to play uh, Wolves. And we got uh, um, Wayne Jones, Wolsey, on the show yes. on Monday evening. So uh, there could be a little bit of banter between himself and I. On, yeah, uh, he, he's on a, big, a big Wolves fan, isn't a he? Big he Wolves from West fan County is, uh, I'll be honest, though, I, I would have thought Solskjaer will just purely be focusing on no injuries ahead of the Villarreal game. So I, I'd imagine he'll field a very, very young side with a, with an aim to win the Europa League on Wednesday, surely. Uh, definitely, I would say. And um, that's the most important thing as far as Manchester United are concerned is to try and win some silverware, which Oli hasn't got his hands on yet. Uh, Harry Maguire, race of time, whether he'll be fit, he probably won't won't make it. He's got ligament damage, so um, I don't expect him to play. But the rest of the squad are probably carrying a few niggles, but they should go strong then on Thursday night for the chance of uh, Europa glory. Um, but I'm telling you, you're probably right. Uh, United will probably go a little bit weekend. Uh, and it wouldn't surprise me if Wolves actually won that one. Excellent stuff. All right, Gordon, thank you. We will leave it there for Saturday morning. And that is it from Pure West Sport. We are back on Monday between 7 and 9. We're live on Facebook after 8 o'clock. Wayne Jones, the Haverford West County manager and his captain, who's retired, Sean Pemberton, will be our guest. And we'll look back on what we hope will be some cricket action from the Pembrokeshire Leagues from today and of course a full roundup on all the weekend sport keep it with Pure West Radio Frank is with you after the news at 9 o'clock have a great weekend from Tenby to Templeton for Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire this is Pure West Radio Pure West Radio News with the latest news for Pembrokeshire I'm Kim Thomas A man has been taken to hospital after a crash on the A40 on Friday. 
The main A40 road was closed both ways following a collision between a car and a lorry that happened just before midday. The road was reopened at 3.30pm. The collision happened on the A40 between Llanthewi Velfry and the Blackbridge roundabout, Whitland. Police said, We were at the scene of a collision involving a car and a lorry on the A40 Pemblowin to Llanthewi Velfry, which happened shortly before 11.35am. The road was closed in both directions with diversions put in place.